What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to another edition of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me as always is little brother Jace. Bro shot. How are you today? Good. How are you, lad? Good. I thought you were going to go full World Cup and go good. We only got one, so but we still got got to sixteen. That's cool. There you go, sweet sixteen. Speaking of things sweet, did you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? I did not. I I kind of forgot there was anything on after Andor, and I was very much like, oh, what do I watch here on Disney Plus for the next couple of days? Uh, I don't know. What's what else is on YouTube? So, so watch I did Guardians. watch I did watch Lyle's Figure Files. So that was cool. Thank you. But the Guardians holiday special is good. It's funny. It's like 44 minutes. They do like an old school with a little animation thrown in there, some live action. Uh they somehow make the Kevin Bacon role, because it's not like a cameo, the supporting role work. And the Guardians are just a fun crew. And there's any downside to James Gunn moving over to DC is that we're not going to get this interpretation of the Guardians much longer after volume three. But the funny thing is, is this, I think all of these smart, I mean, uh, Marvel movies have basically bowed out after a trilogy. And yes, I am leaving the Thor Love and Thunder is my, yeah, you should have bowed out after three. Uh, I don't, I mean, so James Gunn getting to wrap up his vision of Guardians in three movies, I think is the right way to do that. And because I, I, I just don't want to, I mean, I'm, I don't want to see Guardians go downhill. Like, I, I really enjoyed all of them. So, I, I mean, the two movies, I don't want to see them go to a fourth and be like, this is the cash grab. Let's go. Let's see, it's interesting because like Black Panther, I feel like we've seen the Guardians in more than just two movies because of their involvement in Infinity War and Endgame. So it feels like they've been around and had a larger presence. But yeah, I am with you on that. And I was able to do something that I really enjoy every year when I can, go into the local drive-in theater and got to see Black Panther work, Black Panther Wakanda forever on the big screen outside. It's such a unique experience, and I really love going out there and seeing it. But I got to see, and as usual, it's a double feature at at the very least. Sometimes they have a triple feature, catch them on the right weekend. They're playing four movies over the course of that night, which is amazing. Yeah, sorry. I think when we did that, what was it? One for uh, Endgame? I know Infinity Wars. That was a woo. That was that was that was a test right there, but it was fun. Well, I mean, we only saw three because they played Black Panther after Infinity War. Now, had they done that order right and done Black Panther and then Infinity War, I would have been coming home like I was in Vegas somewhere, coming back home when the sun was out, saying uh, you should be in bed by now. Chief, what is up, sir? What's going on, man? How you doing? Chilling. We're doing well. I can almost not see you. Almost not see me? Because of the camo. Oh, you're a funny guy. <laughs> Thank you. You're a funny guy. my material. I got a team of, of writers to help me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, look who I, he's, he's being funny again. Yeah. 
You can't hear them, but they're laughing. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> Most people laugh when they hear my jokes. <laughs> so, <laughs> we were talking about Guardians Holiday Special, Black Panther on the big screen. But the movie that was before Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, was Strange World. And this is Disney's latest animation film. And it was very interesting. At one point in the movie, some of the characters are playing this card game. And the kid is trying to explain to the older older character how the rules are. And he, and the old guy goes, what? This movie doesn't have, this game doesn't have a villain? That sounds like a terrible story. And I was thinking the same thing about the movie. Because it's like. It is, it's funny, I always like those things that acknowledge the problem in the movie, like, oh, well, it would just be so hokey for us to do this, and then they do it as if them acknowledging it somehow makes it better. Like, we're, we're going to cut off your complaint by actually saying you're on screen. It's still a problem, made even worse by the fact that you're saying it's a problem, but wink, wink, it's okay, because we've acknowledged it already. And it was okay. so, it felt like, this is the lazy time of year for the creators of this movie. They came up with some random characters. It's basically this echo-friendly deal where, hey, we got to protect and love the environment, even though the landfills are just filled with our, our recyclables anyway. And the characters largely felt like they were created for stuffed animals and cake toppings and toys not to tell a good story. I was going to say, like, Disney, I mean, based on how much money Disney, I think they said that they're like. I'll break it down for you. So this movie was budgeted for $180 million. And over Thanksgiving weekend, where they should have seen the money just coming through, like going Scrooge McDuck style, diving into the pool of coins, it made $18.6 It's not good, Jim. I mean, yeah, I mean. I don't know how you, I mean, like, when you try and do an 80, $180 million budget on something that even, I mean, like, because, like, even Frozen, like, or Wreck-It Ralph, like, all of those movies, like, they don't have those giant budgets before the sequel. The sequel can get extra money because, you know, oh, yeah, you're printing money. But when you do those kind of experimental, that's the most one you try. Let's see how that one works. Um right before school starts that August release. And then we'll put the second one for Christmas. I mean, the Thanksgiving holiday, which we, we try and that giant budget. Cause I, I'm sure a lot of the budget was spent on the actors that they got to do the voices. Well, the cast was Jake Gyllenhaal, Gabrielle Union, Dennis Quaid, Lucy Liu. You know, I don't know if Jake Gyllenhaal is commanding 20 million to do his voice performance. Gabrielle Union is probably not demanding $30 million, so I don't know. I feel like they should have been a heavy toll on that budget. It's probably more the marketing and not getting Happy Meal toys at McDonald's, which are still promoting Black Panther Wakanda Forever figures, figurines and toys. But, I mean, technically speaking, you're ha- you should be working against two different audiences. Like, one is the family under 10, 12 audience. And other ones of like as we say at PG thirteen, everybody please come to our movie, like because you I mean it's like that um, Strange World is probably not getting an adult audience of like people without kids. It's just that's 
didn't look like a draw. Like, oh, that looks like fun. Like, like it's an, I mean, it's hard getting like adults without kids to a lot of Disney animation. So you're like, oh, this is a good movie. You'll enjoy it. But it's not that opening weekend search. There are several Disney movies that I've seen that I wanted to see. And Coco is a great example. That's the one we saw hmm. before Solo and Infinity War at the drive-in. Love Coco. That was great. But did you see it? But did you want to see it before everyone told you it was good? I, I, I mean, it's a Disney movie that looked good. So, yeah. I wanted to see Encanto. So, you know, I don't, I don't care. I mean, I, don't, I want to see good Disney movies. Strange World was not one of those. So, we've got some more news on DC. Warner Brothers <laughs> is very close to closing a deal with Amazon to develop new DC animated content. Thoughts? Okay. I'm I'm great with that. I love uh going to Amazon and seeing that's where I saw the uh I don't know the name of it, I know you will, where the uh reverse flash got shot in the back of his head by uh Batman. Shot, shot in his head by Batman and then um, he had the uh the suicide squad suicide trying to get him to get squad. out of hell. Hell uh, to hard. I kinda like that, but I liked it until they killed off one of my boys. So, well, I'm just saying, like, I like that type of content on Amazon. That's where I saw the movie at. I believe it was on Amazon, and um, and, and a lot of my uh DC, there's a few on there right now that I'm gonna go see. Uh, one just came out with a, uh, and I can't think. Of, I got it on my waiting list to watch it. I just haven't cleared a block of time to go see it. But there's one on there right now that I'm gonna go see. And uh, I agree with that. There should be more um, DC shows, car, you know, uh, uh, animation on, um, on you know, on the Amazon platform. I'm, I, hell, I enjoy the the uh, the you know Amazon's platform. I'm waiting for the second season of uh, uh, Invisible Man. Yes, sir. Invincible. Yeah. Invincible, yeah. So um, I have no problem with that. Um, I'm finally glad DC is finally stepping into the arena and, uh, you know what I mean? Bringing this big boy pants. <laughs> James, what do you think? I would like to see more, like DC, and, I mean, like all DC properties, they just need to kind of figure out and I think it sounds like James Gunn and uh, um, the, his his partner they seem like, all right, we're not going to do all these scattershot thousand universe versions of DC. It's like, you can have like the Legion of Superheroes if you want to do something a little far out and do stuff, but use like, you know, just use the source material and you can make a lot of good stuff. I mean, DC for just in their universe, like the graphic novels are what you make a lot of your good animation from. That's, that's, I mean, animation is like, Graphic novels just they go hand in hand. Like you make your what is it, uh 90 minute or two parters if you had to do like Batman uh Dark Knight Returns. Do you do stuff like that on animation? Let it go. It's a it's a win. So them actually saying, hey, we want to do that with somebody dedicated to doing it, perfect. I would love for these DC animation projects to be tighter adaptations of comic books. I feel like sometimes with these Warner Brother animated movies, they start off with a framework and then they go rogue midway through. And I'm like, why are you doing this? You don't need to change up the story. The story is great. I don't need to be surprised 
I feel like when when they adapt books into movies, they don't go and then a twist because everyone who read the book knows what's going to happen. We decided to do this instead. Mm. You know, I'm no expert, but did did they do that a lot in Harry Potter, bro? I know um, they did it a lot in Walking Dead, the death of Carl. I know Carl, Carl you know Carl, Carl. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, you you want to you want to see people get out of the films? I mean, like I'm still wanting people like I'm mad at the stuff they cut out of the Harry Potter movies that would have made them better. Like mm. all after five, it's like seriously, did you forget to put the story in? Like, mm-hmm. but if yeah, you can't do that. Like, like I, I was messing with you on Hush, and like I like Hush because I didn't see the story. You and you and Gunner were like, "This is garbage!" <laughs> like you guys can't do anything. It's not so much that it was garbage; it was more. Hush's. Have you read it yet? Hush sucks. All right, Hush's story in the comics is not this big bombshell. It's like okay, clearly, yeah, that makes sense. But it doesn't matter because the story is so fun. It plays out really well. There's one big major twist to it. It's like, oh my gosh, it changes everything. But it doesn't matter because the story works so well that even though you see it coming, it's like, who cares? Mm-hmm. And too often with these animation movies, they go, all right, we're just going to throw everything off. So you're going to be totally shocked and surprised. And you're not going to see it coming. And you know, I love the long Halloween, but they did that with that as well. I feel like in the case of that movie, they altered it in a way. It's like, okay, I'll go along with you on that. But the real payoff of the story is so good. You don't need to mess with it. And I just want them to not do that going forward. I mean... I mean, like, because I was going to go with another example was, uh, what is it, uh, the Daniel Brown movies? Uh, gosh, I can't. Um, da Vinci Code. Like, there is a scene in there that's spelled out one hand, like at the end of the movie, spelled out like, in case you didn't know, here's the bad guy. It's like you could have delayed it like twenty more minutes; it would have been much more meaningful. I know you're gonna love this bit of news because you love all the spinoffs. And all the good stuff and all the entanglements, not Jada Smith style entanglements, but Mm. Marvel character entanglements. Due to licensing issues with Universal, we are not going to get a Namor spinoff solo movie. So what that means is he's going to be in the same boat as Hulk, where... He can show up in whatever else they want to do. We're not going to get uh, Nemore, the Submariner movie, coming in 2025. I'm okay with that. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if I wanted the Nemore movie. Um, so it. There seems to be, I feel like there's a lot of other characters they could be developing other than Namor, even before you get to that. And I know that um, 
they probably could have worked something out because they they do with Universal work things out where Universal gets a piece of this so they get a piece of that to make the movie. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not even sure. Not interested in it. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. But I mean, you know, money is always a factor uh, with anything. But I I don't think anybody was interested in a Namor movie. I don't know. I I was. was. Were you? I was. I like Namor. He's a cool character. Go either direction. You can be a hero or villain. I don't know if he was cool as a a movie on his own character. Um, I thought he was cool, like in that movie, but I don't know if I could. I don't know if I wanted to watch a whole movie of Namor. I got you. Um, okay. All right. Well, what I think they could still do, and hopefully they put it back on the table, even though they already wasted the name, I think we just acquire it and act like it didn't happen because we're doing that apparently with the Netflix characters. Do a Defenders movie. We've already got Doctor Strange, got Namor, we got Hulk. Just throw in Silver Surfer, Valkyrie, if you will. I mean, they can throw Valkyrie in. We already introduced her too. So we could make a Defenders movie with those characters and have some fun, have them go against some heavy hitter villain, maybe Dormammu, and go nuts. Again, all those people you named, I still, doesn't Universal own Venom? No, that's Sony. That's Sony. Okay, who owns? Um, so Sony owns Venom. Who owns the X Men? Sony too. No, that was Fox. So everybody in the Spider Man umbrella is tied up with Sony, and Sony's like, "Hey, we're smart. We understand money's good." So Marvel Studios, you want to do something with Spider Man? No problem. We'll take a little money. We'll take a little. We'll wet our beat on this, and <laughs> we'll be just fine. Universal bag like, gets sold in the park. Right. Universal is like. Yeah, no, we'll just let you keep using these care. I think it's more of a loophole, not even like a partnership with Universal. Because Universal apparently isn't interested in doing a Hulk standalone movie, a Namor standalone movie, or anybody else within that umbrella that they can just hey, like, hey, tell you what, we'll distribute the movie. Marvel Studios, you just make it good, huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, you know, the Hulk movie at one once upon a time. I, would, uh, I don't, I, I don't dig Smart Hulk as much as I did uh, uh, Crazy I mean, Bash of Hulk. He, he um, can't, he can't be Smart Hulk in a Defenders movie. That wouldn't work. So he, I don't, you know, I don't dig. Now. Yeah, I don't dig Smart Hulk. Um, um, so right now, where the Hulk is at. I'm not in, it doesn't make for a great, um, uh, it doesn't have me rushing to the movie to see it. I, you know, I need, I need angry Hulk. Um, so, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm there with that Hulk thing. I mean, you know, and, and I think they just kind of blew it. They stretched it out too long. You know, it stretched out too long. You know, when they stretch a movie out too long, Avatar, um, where that you don't want to go see it anymore. You're just not that interested Avatar. So you're just not going to go and, you know, I'm cool with the Hulk not coming to to, to life at this point. I, I wanted to see a Hulk movie five years ago. At the very I'm cool. In stuff. Avatar hadn't been around forever. And these yeah, trailers that I'm watching of Avatar, the wave water, are not exciting me. Like paint drying on the on the wall, baby. I mean, but they may get your 3D TVs back, so 
Yeah, if he does that, I'll go wash it twice. Just you know because. what, man? I, I just buy the tickets twice and leave. I sold my 3D TV, man. I remember when 3D TV, man, you you thought it was going to be a real big thing. I had bought the glasses. The glasses were like 30 bucks. Pressed the little button and, you know, and then, you know, nothing really came out of it. Dude, I have a lot of 3D movies. I watch them quite often. So my TV, oh yeah, my TV has some unfortunate line pattern going through it, but I watch 3D all the time on it. Love them. Look, you know, man, it's time. It's time for you to go ahead and get a new one. They, the Black Friday sales are out still. They don't even make them. What the 3D Trust TV? Me. You mean? I would have. I would have bought a new 3D TV if they were still available. But um, not. you know, you know, it's funny. Unless I you was, know a guy. I was watching uh, football the other day, and I got files. Um, and at the bottom of when I switched to the channel, at the bottom it said this tell this telecast is playing in 4K, and so I hit the button and 4K came up, and I got to thinking. I said, you know, they're pushing 8K, and they haven't even done 4K yet. Nothing's in 4K, and they're pushing 8K. So, and, and I'm saying that to say, you know, they they didn't do 3D all the way, and then they let it go. 4K, they haven't done all the way. Now they're letting it go. And they just got you, the consumer, hopping to the new uh, product constantly that they don't even push. They don't even push. Like, how the hell? We're not in... Everything should be in 4K now. Everything. You know, I absolutely haven't run off, haven't gotten a PlayStation 5, haven't gotten a 4K TV. I'm just like, eh, all right, whatever. I don't even care. I just want more of the stuff that I already had to come out. And yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Hey, hey, listen, I'm not going to give you no trouble, man. I, I won't I won't accept it. Yeah, I know you won't. <laughs> All right. So here's something interesting I thought. So Nate Moore, he was uh, one of the producers of Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda Forever and Civil War, and Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier. And he said when they, Marvel Studios, looks for writers to adapt storylines or whatever, he says they they actually don't like people, writers, who are hardcore comic fans. That's actually a red flag for him. So he says in this interview, one thing I think is interesting, and specifically for writers, I would say a lot of times we've pitched writers who love Marvel. And to me, that's always a red flag because I go, oh, I don't want you to already have a pre-existing idea of what it is because you grew up with issue 15 and that's what you want to recreate. Once somebody who's hard on the material who goes, what is this? I think there's a movie here, but maybe we should be looking at it in this way. The best example of that for me was Marcus and McFeely, who weren't comic guys coming up, but were like, wait, Captain America? This seems a little bit weird. What if we kind of looked at it this way? And they weren't married to anything. Nothing was, you know, there was nothing so important. I think that's important to be able to go, look, the source material is great. I love it. Comments work in this medium. They were built in, but that's not a direct one-to-one translation to the best version of the movie. And sometimes it takes someone who's out of this culture to go, hey, I I know I would you I know you think it should be this, but maybe it should be this other thing. It sounds like a very DC statement to me, which is interesting. Um, but it's worked, I'd argue, up until phase four for Marvel. 
because I feel like they definitely brought in writers who were like, who cares about this tradition of characters like Moon Knight, She-Hulk. Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew. Exactly. You know, and also, I feel like the new phase, it's like, almost like they they got too cute. Like, they just trying to, they trying to fit in. Um, Nothing has been as good as the originals uh the the original characters that they put out everything has been kind of in a sense just kind of uh and i'm trying to think of of something that i'm just really jumps off the page we had uh moon knight that it was okay um you know already know how i felt about she hulk um well, the, the 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 joint that was pretty good was Scarlet Witch one, but that was still from Phase One. Um, who else did we have that came out that they did a show with? Shang Chi. Um, Are you talking about shows? Hawkeye. Yeah, on Disney. I'm just talking about this because we're talking about this phase. Most of the phases showed up on it's Disney. Talking and Winter Soldier. I mean, that was. Oh uh, yeah, that was. But that was again Phase One guys. Um, I'm saying these these this next set, this next set of these new characters haven't hit as hard for me. Um like and what I'm saying is like I can if they never make another Moon Knight, I'm okay. If they make another make another She-Hulk, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> if they make another She-Hulk, I'm not there. <laughs> like, right. Like, um, I mean if they don't I mean if they don't do Moon Knight, it's like, yeah, I'm good. Right. That's what I'm saying. But you want to see another uh the new Captain America and so the uh the uh and the soldier, right? So you 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 want to see another episode, but I'm saying that's that phase one still. Like everything in phase one still hitting. The rest of the phases haven't actually, I, Chief. They were phase two characters. Who? Falcons of phase two. Just oh, I, I, yeah. I just don't think it, it just hasn't hit. I think, and like I said, I think they've gotten too cute. They've gotten too. Let's please the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I feel like they've gone too hard with these people who don't know care about comic books. And right. Just like let me let me come in here and and shake everything up. I feel like that's not the direction you want to go when you've already established. Right. Marcus and Feely did a great job taking comic book material and adapting it to the big screen, but they're really the exception to the rule. They're not. Oh yeah, everybody's as good as them. I think a lot of Phase Four has been they haven't been as good as what's come before them. And these writers are just kind of, oh yeah, I did a, I want to do a legal talk show. I want to do a legal show. I don't, I don't know how to write a legal show. Um, I don't know what we're going to make this show. Uh, let's just make it about She-Hulk's horny. And okay, well, thanks. That was helpful. And that's what we got. Anyway. She's horny and she hates men. But uh writer segment. Let's <laughs> let's uh it's that special time here. Jace, are you ready to amaze us with your nominee for dummy of the week? Uh, I'm gonna go back. Uh if if this isn't this week is I'm last week, but my dummy of the week is uh Quentin Tarantino. Oh, you said mine. Wow, okay, go for it. Yeah, like for him basically saying, Hey, you know, uh Marvel movies, these guys aren't real actors, you know, people just go to see the characters, Captain America. You know, they, they don't even care about Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth. They just want to see who, you know, the new Marvel character is. They don't really, you know, they don't need to see 
um, Robert Downey Jr. just go to see Iron Man. It's like just listening to that. It's like it, it, your logic just like. And I think uh, uh, Simu Lee basically when he called him out, like, dude, if it was your Hollywood, I would never stride in the four hundred movie. So thanks Marvel for actually making actually diverse cast and actually selling diverse stories. And you know, no nobody wants to sit through your boring montage of uh Charles Manson murdering people thinking that's the best movie you've ever made, which I'm pretty sure most would think that is not the case. Uh he hasn't actually gotten better since Kill Bill. Um but yeah, like him him thinking Oh, that, oh. Uh, I mean you didn't even mention that uh what Samuel L. Jackson said. Oh, I didn't see what Samuel. Take it from there. Sam said it takes an actor to be those particular characters. And the sign of movie stardom has always been what? Butts in seats? He didn't say butts. What are we talking about? That's not a big controversy for me to know that apparently these actors are movie stars. Chadwick Boseman is Black Panther. You can't refute that. And he's a movie star. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and I don't know why he would even say that, knowing that Samuel Jackson was supposed to be one of his guys. He might be it's, one of his guys, but he he should know this. that Sam won't be like Sam. Yeah, you yeah, so know what I mean? Like, but you don't you don't necessarily you know crap on the movie that your man is in. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, even if you don't like him, it, you know. But I, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I think that they are feeling the pinch on their wallets because they come out with these same type movies and people aren't flocking to them. They see the numbers that a Marvel movie makes and then they see the numbers that their movie makes. And I believe, honestly, it's, it's a little jealousy in there. They're just... You're they're saying upset. they turn a little gamma green? Chief? Yeah. Um, you know, um, Quentin Tarantino, that. man, you know, he's um, he had a good run. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, the people want something different. You know what I mean? How many times can you, how many times can you put out the, uh, a movie where they just say the N word? Just you know what I mean? Uh, About like one eight. hateful eight time too many. Right. So, like I said, hate, hate the hateful eight. You got uh, Django. You got. Uh, uh, just all those movies, Jackie, all of them. They just and they all kind of. He has a certain style. Like when you're watching a movie, you can look at that movie and be like, "Oh, this is a Tarantino movie." Even if you didn't see the movie, you know what I mean. See, you know, see how the movie came. You're like, "Oh yeah, this is it." And I think that after thirty years, thirty five years, somewhere in there, in the game, um your movies start to, they don't surprise anyone anymore. I I, I think that's the same thing that uh, what's his, M. Night Shyamalan or I don't even know, that dude. I think that's what he's suffering from. Because when you go see one of his movies, you always expect a twist um, at the end. And sometimes the twist is just, it's, it's not even a twist, it's, it's a half subtle turn. And sometimes he just needs to, to you know what I mean? to shake people up. The twist is yeah. there was no twist. Gotcha. Right. And so I think that um, you know, and, and I'm not saying he, you know, he hasn't said anything, and I'm I'm not saying that his movies aren't, you know, okay, but at the same time, people want the diversity that Marvel gives them in the different characters, and then how these different characters 
all intertwined in this same universe. I mean, it's just a beautiful thing the way it all comes together. Um, and, you know, uh, people want to see that. People want to put their butts in the seats of an action movie with their favorite superhero. Absolutely. Period, point blank. All right, well, fellas, thank you as always for rolling. Thank you all for watching and listening. This episode of Loud's Movie Files has been filed.